Hi, this is Gota and you're listening to Ideally. Ideally is a podcast where we discuss philosophical ideas, art and life in general. Today we're going to talk about something that inherently surrounds us all the time. Something that we seek comfort in during our worst times and in our happiest moments. Something that lets us know that we're not alone. Art The word art itself has a multitude of meanings and what art might mean to me might not mean the same to you. And just like us, there were hundreds and thousands of philosophers over the years who had their own takes on the concept of art. Today we're going to discuss some of their perspectives and their idea of the concept of art. Let's begin off with our good old Plato. Plato was not really a fan of the concept of art. He thought it was just an imitation, a copy of the world. So the dude was basically like you go outside, see a landscape with trees, mountains, squirrels, birds and that and this and come home and paint the exact same thing. And he asks, what's so great about that? You're basically just creating another copy of what's already very existent in the world. And it was like that until the end of 19th century. Everybody thought of art as imitation and that's it. This particular idea that art is just a mimesis and a copy of the world with no real or intricate meaning behind it only started to fade away during the beginning of 19th century. And that is when people started laying more emphasis on the expression of the artist's emotions instead. Now, this was a great change. People started viewing art as a unique and individual portrayal of the artist's emotions. So basically, this is when the world started acknowledging the perspective that art might not just be a mimesis and it is something more than that. It is when an artist portrays his feelings in the form of an art for another person, for the world to understand and feel. It helps us dive into a whole other world without even moving an inch. It talks to us in such a way that we somehow manage to feel every single emotion and feelings that it tries to convey to us. It might be a piece of writing or a painting or a movie, anything. It just connects to us on such great level that we immediately understand what the art is trying to say. And so Nietzsche rightly described art as something that makes life endurable. As an artist and an art lover, I cannot agree more with this view. Because usually, let's say you're in a crappy mood. You turn to a TV show or a movie or pick up a piece of paper and start painting or writing something. And you feel better. You feel as though, okay, maybe it's not that crappy after all. Or maybe you're having one of the hardest times of your life. You had just had a heartbreak. You turn to art even then. You read a piece of poem about how hard heartbreaks are and how bitter love can be sometimes. And you immediately find comfort in that, as if the person on the other side is speaking to you and embracing you, your sadness and your pain. And you somehow get through that phase with the help of art. And like this, art keeps on sustaining life. And so, like I said, I absolutely second this particular view of Nietzsche. He also said art is not 
important because it makes us ethically better per se or provides us with more knowledge or something like that but instead because of the fact that we have art so that we may not perish by the truth he says it's the highest kind of lie there is and that it's something that we absolutely need to get through this thing called life now that we've discussed the various perceptions of art there comes a question about how do we actually decide if something is art or not sometimes we might come across abstract art that is really minimal like for example maybe there is just a small curvy red line on a piece of black paper and they put it in a really big museum and all of them are praising that piece of art and you can't really fathom why that art is so great while some of them think it's spellboundingly amazing this is where the question of how we actually decide if something is actually art or not comes now some people say that it's art even if it doesn't leave somebody's head even if it's just an idea inside their head it's art because it's their perception of the reality and of the world while some others say that everything that questions you or communicates something to you or kind of describes what their world is and that emotion or feeling is as art now there are about a zillion views on this particular topic as well but i think it mostly depends on the individual for example i like to believe that it is art whether or not somebody in the world deems it to be art or not if i create a painting or write a piece of poem just because somebody else fails to connect with it or nobody for that matter can connect with that particular poem of mine doesn't mean it ceases to be art or that it's not art because i have created that particular painting that particular piece of poem out of nothing out of sheer blankness and that's my expression and perspective of the world that i am living in right now or the kind of emotion that i am feeling so it is obviously art even if somebody else fails to see that however here comes the concept of beauty or the beauty of art Beauty is a measure of effect and emotion it has on a particular individual or a being. If a piece of art manages to evoke feelings or emotion in somebody else, then maybe it can be called a beautiful piece of art. So beauty and art are two completely different things. And beauty in art is eternally subjective. what i might find beautiful or the kind of art that i find beautiful might not be pleasing to you and this could go on and on and on forever with the hope and dream that we may never get tired of admiring and creating art for it is what helps us get through life let's end the discussion here and i hope you had a nice time listening to this i'll meet you in the next episode take care until then